This Currency Focus is proudly brought to you by Treasury One, South Africa's leading treasury solutions company that unlocks financial value for your business. I'm Joshua Roberts of Biz News, and with me today is Treasury One's currency expert, Andre Salias. Andre, from the data I'm reading, the RAND is the second best performing currency in the world relative to the dollar so far in 2022, 7 to 8% stronger than we finished in 2021. What are the main driving factors behind this? Main driving factors behind it, Justin, is if we go back to our previous discussion two weeks ago, um, then the Federal Reserve came out with the news that they will taper further, they will increase interest rates faster, inflation was above 7%. Uh, and I mentioned at that stage that I think why the dollar reacted strange to that and actually rather weakened and strengthened, uh, and the opposite then for the RAND, RAND strengthening, dollar weakening, uh, was that it's sort of more or less the same speech that we hear every time. Uh, and I think the market, it's, it's discounted, number one, that interest rates will increase. Uh, and I think the market gets a little disappointed uh, with the fact that it's not actually happening. You know, it's more of the same speech all the time. I think what the market wants now is action. Uh, they want to actually see an interest rate increase. Until such time as that happens, I think this is the sort of behavior that we can expect of markets. We also, at that point, said, you know, I said that the RAND could trade down to the 1530 levels, 1530 being quite a pivotal point, and if it breaks that, it could move down quite a bit uh, lower and very quickly, which is exactly what it did. Uh, so I'm not too surprised with it. Traditionally, Andre, when U.S. equities slide or correct, as they have somewhat this year, the dollar is seen as that safe haven currency, and it strengthens relative to the currencies in the rest of the world, especially emerging markets. Rand aside, how are the other emerging market currencies or currencies in general performing relative to the dollar this year? Well, uh, in general, the emerging market currencies are doing better. Uh, and I think if we look at the emerging market space over the last couple of months, then we had seen that uh, money was flowing from the emerging markets back into the U.S. dollar. Uh, and with now I'm going to this sounds like the Federal Reserve with the same rhetoric speech from them. Uh, that seems to be going into reverse and all the emerging markets had benefited uh, from inflows both into the capital and into the equity markets over the last uh, two, three weeks. Uh, so we're not on our own. We've done better than them, uh, but we are a proxy currency. Uh, so, you know, uh, we always overreact to the one side or the other, uh, but all the emerging market spaces did better in this period. Commodities have rallied relatively strongly over the past few months or so. Is this one of the driving factors why the RAND might be outperforming other emerging market currencies, as you've just mentioned? That could be because we are, at the end of the day, still a commodity currency, the uh, same as Australia. Uh, and if commodities does better, then the RAND will always do better. And now, once again, if we go back to what I've said before, you know, a lot of people started speaking about a slump in the commodity space where I uh, differed from them and said, I think it will not happen. It will not be in such a hell of a boom phase. 
but the demand will still be there as economies keep on growing after the pandemic. Uh, and hence, once again, I'm not surprised that the commodities are actually doing a little bit better. Andre, I have to bring it up again. Inflation, interest rate cycles, it's all got to do with uh, the uh, currency movements. The number one concern at the moment in markets is inflation. It's red hot in the US and South Africa, as you've just said. But as a result of most central banks, I'm talking the Fed, the Saab, following similar interest rate hike patterns, although they haven't yet, do you expect interest rate hikes whatsoever to play as much role in currency movements as the year progresses? I think it will take a little bit uh, of a back foot. I don't think it will be taking such a dramatic, have such a dramatic impact as before uh, because it's discounted in the market. Uh, so it will have an impact, but less of an impact uh, and, and definitely not dramatically. When we talk about currencies or when people generally in conv- engage in conversation about currencies, Turkey has to be mentioned. What's happening with the lira so far in 2022? The same volatility as we've seen before, uh, but we've, we've got the same erratic president in charge of them. Uh, you know, and he seemed to be running the government. He seems to be running the central bank. He seems to be running everything in that country. Uh, so we always joke and look at our democracy and the attacks on our democracy in South Africa. Um, I wonder whether we can still speak as Turkey as a democracy, uh, because the autocrat that they have as a president uh, seem to be doing exactly what he wants to do. Uh, when he wants to do it. So the volatility will remain in, in far as, as far as Turkey is concerned. They have to bring their inflation under control uh, and the way they act on the interest rate side is definitely not going to aid them at all. Uh, they're also not aiding themselves in any way uh, with the way they carry on with their international relations uh, throughout the world. Andre, this is a topic that we've never chatted about and I'm excited to hear your opinion on it. What's your opinion on the adoption of Bitcoin as a form of global currency? I do understand that there's many red flags, the main one being regulation at this point. But if things had to change, do you think there's possibly any merit in it? And secondly, do you think it would be plausible? Yeah, this is an interesting one. And I'm just going to give you, as I say, my view. Nothing will happen before that becomes within a regulated territory by central banks, uh, both central banks and tax authorities, etc. If it cannot come under the umbrella of those authorities and those regulators, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that it can become uh, a commonly used currency for payment and receiving of uh, goods and payment of goods. And I think that's quite a long way off. So, yes, it's possible that it can happen, but the regulation needs to happen first. And that's not six months away. That's not two years away. That's a couple of years away. Uh, So I don't think it's an immediate threat. Uh, But once that happens, I think it will also take away the extreme volatility that you see in uh, Bitcoin uh, as it gets more widely used. And if it comes within the regulators, I think a lot of hot money that currently flows into that space uh, will disappear and find a way somewhere else uh, 
which will dramatically affect the value of that of the Bitcoin. Uh, and I think that would actually lead to quite a decline in the price of Bitcoin if that were to happen. Uh, where a lot of people think the more widely it gets used, the higher the price would go. I'm completely of a different opinion. Hot money will fly and uh, it will actually decline in value. Let's talk technicals. Your technicals, your charts, charts have had a crystal ball in recent weeks. But what are the charts saying about the Rand dollar price action in the coming weeks? And before you answer that question, Andre, could you just break down what technical analysis actually is and why it's so important to you as an analyst? Okay, so let's start with what is technical analysis? Technical analysis is looking at graphs of the performance of the currency uh, in the past. Uh, according to that, and there's various methods uh, and various things that you then get, uh, there's moving averages, there's 25-day moving averages, 200-day moving averages, uh, all that uh, gets done on graphs, gets looked at, there's certain patterns that forms, uh, and there's certain behavior of the currencies that gets repeated. Uh, so if it forms, for instance, a head of shoulder, uh, what you call a head and shoulders, uh, hidden so shoulders would mean that it it moved bit in in the left hand side in the left hand shoulder uh, within a band for a period of time. Then it moved upwards, uh, so that that you would have that band that it moved in would be a shoulder. The upward move would be the head that gets formed, and then it would tend to come back and form a right hand shoulder. So you get all sorts of patterns. You get inverse head and shoulders and you get candlesticks, you get all sorts of things. But that's what technical analysis is. It's a look at what happened in the past and trying to determine according to that what the behavior of the currency would be. And it forms certain technical levels. And that's the technical levels that we refer to where it creates resistance points and support levels of the currency at certain levels. Uh, so that's in brief what technical analysis is, and I hope that it assists the viewers and the listeners. What's my technical analysis saying? Uh, well, we're moving closer to the 1530 today. 1530 was a level that when it broke it, uh, it came down to the 1510 level again, and that uh, resistance or support depends, and this is interesting, support of the RAND, uh, resistance for the dollar, but that 1530 level becomes an up a level on the upside to look at again. If we break it, we could very easily and very quickly move back to the 1545 levels. If it fails at the 1530, we're likely to see it go back down to the 1510, 1515 levels uh, in, in, in a fairly quick manner. Uh, but there we have to look at the euro uh, because that's more of an indication of what can happen. We have seen the euro uh, losing a bit of value from the high 114s. We back down to the 113.18 levels. If we see a break of the 113.10 and we're not trading too far off from that, I would expect it to go down below the 113 to the 112.80 levels. Uh, and that would cause the RAND to break the 1530 level, moving to the 1545 level. I do think that it will stall 
where it is against the euro and move back to its the 13 and a half 1360 level uh, which is nowhere really just in the middle uh, but that keeps the 1310 intact and that would mean that we move back lower down to the 1510 1515 levels on the dollar rand lastly andre there's an mpc hap meeting happening soon are you with the consensus estimates that the South African Reserve Bank will hike rates by 25 basis points? I will put a hike into the 80 to 90% category. Uh, so a very, very fantastic chance that we, we see an interest rate increase. It's necessary. Uh, our inflation is way too close to the upper level of 6%. Uh, and we know that Mr. Kanyahu prefers... Uh, moving down to a 44.5 midpoint level. So I think uh, most probably a unanimous decision by the central bank to increase rates uh, by 25 points and also places uh, ahead of the curve, uh, speaking and referring to the Americas. This currency focus was proudly brought to you by Treasury One, South Africa's leading treasury solutions company that unlocks financial value for your business. 